You are a flower, constantly blooming, even in the shadow, even if you don't even see it at all. Your growth is surmountable, and that is one of your greatest legacies. Do you feel trapped in a cycle or pattern in your job, relationship, lifestyle? Are you tired of feeling sluggish, overwhelmed, exhausted, anxious, or powerless to the circumstances in your life? Are you finally ready to take back your power, transform your life and your deepest, darkest moments, and truly, truly start living the life of your dreams? Hey y'all, it's your girl B here with Back to Your Roots Podcast, and this is another episode. Welcome, tribe. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Take a breath with me. Breathe in. Pause. And side out. You are a flower. As I was in the shower today, sometimes I get the best inspiration in the shower. I was kind of mulling over the ideas of emotions. And sometimes when we look at people around us, whether they're public figures, um, famous people, CEOs, you know, people on Instagram, whatever it is, sometimes we look around and we say, oh, man, they just have it so easy. Or if I only were like them, or I just want to be like them. And... These are okay, you know, feelings to have, but I think sometimes we forget that even in our own shadow, even in our own darkness, even if we feel like we have gone, you know, a thousand steps back instead of a hundred forward, we are still growing. A flower will sometimes bloom consecutively so uh it'll start blooming one flower will start blooming and then um it'll branch off and create another bud and that flower may come into full bloom and the roses or whatever petals will start to dry and drop off down to the earth and then another section of the flower will start budding and blooming and creating another flower or rose and then it'll start to dry off and and come and like its petals will start and fall to the ground and then the cycle keeps repeating itself until maybe a dormant period or a winter comes um this this is us and our fullness 
we have these periods of 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 blooming and growing and expanding and and then we have these periods of shedding or we call it death and rebirth right so dying off shedding layers of what no longer serves us and then we start to bloom again but the, what we don't understand is we've been constantly blooming we've been constantly growing throughout the entire process even when we need deep periods of rest to integrate the cycle that just happened in our lives um we're still growing we're still blooming so even though these you know these people they don't show when their flowers are crumbling around it doesn't mean that they have it all together. And I dream of the day where we have this authentic, um, true picture of the world around us. And we show these avenues of ourselves. Because even if like that, you know, badass boss babe, CEO looks, you know, she's got strength. She's got grit. She climbed the ladder. She's fierce. She might have done it in the context of this very patriotical way because she's only ever known, as a society, we've only ever known the masculine way of doing things. And I mean, we can't, we can't blame the masculine for that. We can blame, well, we don't need to blame anyone actually, but we can see that it's, it's purely a disconnection within ourselves. And we haven't quite fully stepped into and embraced the feminine aspects of us. And the feminine is that flow. It's that creativity. It's the waters. It's sometimes emotion. So as we're climbing the ladder and we're doing all these things, perhaps we're not showing the world the emotional strife or the emotional joy, or the emotional expansion that has happened within that wheelhouse of, of getting and achieving our goals, which means we're not showing the world the entire picture. When we can let the world see us in a vulnerable way, when we can explain and or see or honor similar suffering and others even through the lens of of showing our emotions I that's when we've kind of that's when we will really truly start taking those full quantum leaps ahead of us in our society and how we treat our employees and how we're going through things this is not to like necessarily air all of your emotions. But we have a very interesting um, understanding of emotions. And sometimes we're, you know, we're, we're intimidated by them or we're scared by them or we shut them down or close them off or we don't want to deal with them because we don't want to feel that internal like pain. Sometimes most people would feel rather feel physical pain than mental and emotional pain. But we all experience emotion. 
that's one of the beautiful things about being human is the fact that we are multifaceted beings. Like we can love incredibly deeply and experience anger and sadness and grief all at the same time. But in society, we've not really grasped showing that and letting it be a social norm or just like an experience one goes through. Even the emotion grief makes people feel extremely uncomfortable. And now we have labels of like how to grieve through things or we've created programs around it or telling people like this is the way to go. But really there is no right or wrong way to grieve unless like you're maybe going out and creating bodily harm against yourself or another, right? It's all just like a process that we're moving through. And the more we just move through it and accept it, the more we get, we see that another bud of us is blooming. And then there's light again. The problem with sometimes these emotions is we cling to them so much. We either stuff them down and hide them, store them in like the dusty attic or the basements of our bodies and minds, or we cling to that feeling and we, we have a really hard time letting go. But we may not always feel comfortable to share that with another If you take a piece of paper and you draw like a penny or a dime size circle in it, or even just like a circle that covers like, you know, 5% of the paper, that 5% is maybe generous, but is, is our physical world, is what we see around us. The rest of the paper, the 95% is our, our mental experience, our emotional experience, our spiritual experience, things that are happening around us and without us knowing. And sometimes we get so hyper-focused on that physical output where we're physically going, those physical goals, whether it's actually physical to like our aesthetic nature, our muscles or our body weight, or how beautiful we deem ourselves on based on the comparison of society and what it thinks it should be, or whether it's financial goals or house goals or what our family should aesthetically or physically we think that they should look like. Whether it's you have that Tesla or you don't have that Tesla. We put so much emphasis on the physical. And when we do this, we get tripped up. We, we think that we're not achieving our goals. We think we're not moving forward. We think we're not taking those strides in the right direction. And we get lost. We doubt ourselves. But the thing is, is that 95% that we can't physically feel 
is working in our favor constantly. So no, you're not digressing. You're not taking a thousand steps back, whether you may think you are or not. You are consistently and constantly moving forward, whether it might feel like it's millimeters or snail pace or whether it's quantum leaps. Your energetic body, your physical body is constantly creating change. And I think the beautiful thing too is like when we when we honor the cycles in our lives, when we honor the movements, when we honor our emotions, even if we're frustrated with that growth or like the lack that we're seeing that growth, when we honor those emotions and we express them to others, one, we see like there's similar suffering. Other people are, may not have that same story, but they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, Whew, I feel that, right? I feel that too. And other people, um, there it creates community, right? Like other people come to like rally for you and lift you up in those those moments, or um, they are also saying like, "Hey, we we have similar suffering too." And what happens is when we let out those emotions and we allow ourselves to have that death process to have that shedding process what happens with the flowers the the petals come falling to the ground and then they go they return to mother earth and the bugs come and they eat them and it provides nourishment for the soil so so more can grow from it so there is growth and there is honoring when we honor our emotions and we let them out and we let them crumble when we build a world where the feminine aspects of ourselves and the masculine aspects within ourselves it truly comes into balance we'll know when it's okay to like show our emotions and allow them to to be expressed and to flow from us and to create that nourishment within our soils to allow us to grow even further and we can share our stories and we can share um, those emotions and what we experienced or what we felt to those around us and some people might not be as understanding or that might not have happened to them and other people might just burst with, you know, tears that someone, another human could have possibly felt something similar to them. We as a society, as a global nation are so starved of understanding each other's emotional stories of sitting in reverence with each other's emotional stories. And again, like we don't want to get caught up and hold on and cling to those emotions. They aren't us, but they they help us get to where we need to be. It's a messenger that passes through 
and it's an, an avenue, it's an expression of you, but it is not you. When we start to cling to those, we create disease in our life or we, we impede the growth, right? The leaves, the petals, they need to fall for the soil to be nourished. There needs to be a natural flow within us letting go of our emotions. But if we stuff them all down and we become those, you know, grit, strong, fierce, non-emotional, because I'm going to be judged or whatever it is, leaders, then we're not doing justice to the people and we're not creating the change that we can because the world is not that. And it's okay to sit and honor where that came from. That came from all of our ancestors and every single thing that we, they went through. And my ancestor is your ancestor somewhere down the line in one lifetime or another. And when we understand that, we can say, okay, like this, this was something that served a purpose at one point, but can we work to shed it? Can we work to let it go? Can we work to be okay and feel vulnerable and express our emotions and just let them flow, let them be the visitor so we can grow deeper as a collective. I don't often see a lot of men in my practice. I see a lot of women and children, um, but I don't often see a lot of men and when I do, I, I actually, I get so excited um, because they tend to, not all men, but they do tend to sometimes brush off their health or um, because there, some men are just very in their masculine energy, right? So they've been taught a lot of the time to, and again, this is not all men, um, they've been taught a lot of the time to suppress those emotions and be strong and be hard. And, and so I have sat with some men and they have some very, you know, traumatic experiences that have happened to them and they've never once been able to have that outlet or express those emotions. And if they did happen to say something to someone Maybe it was like another male friend or, or someone that had a generation of being very like closed and tight-lipped and we don't talk about our emotions. Nothing was ever really done with it. Like you just sucked it up and got on your way. But is that serving them? Because somehow that will have closed off an aspect of themselves, whether it be their heart, whether it be another aspect of themselves or aspects within their relationship that'll ripple out and their inner child, their wounds never got to be heard, never got to be honored, never got to be loved, never got to be felt. So when we honor our emotions, we honor this process of blooming and, and letting our petals fall to the ground so we can grow more. 
We honor our wounds and what we experienced, whether we denoted as good or bad. We honor the messengers and the emotions that come with it that sometimes lead us deeper into our minds and our belief systems so we can create healing. And we honor our inner child and what they are experiencing, whether it was hurt or unloved or abandonment or rejection, isolation. I could go on and on. (laughs) This is a time of recognizing that we are forever blooming. This is a time to be okay with the emotions and let them go. So we can create new space within our being for growth and expansion. Some abundance um, mindsets or paradigms have this exact same thing, right? Like you go through your closets, you go through your physical space and declutter the things so we can bring in the new energy because you can't bring in the new energy if things are holding that space. If you go, like if you go into a space where like there's so much packed full of the room, how can you possibly bring in another thing or even bring in the light into the room if everything is kind of piling up around the walls and the, and the space, if you, it might feel even claustrophobic for you. If you have a hoarder mentality, then it might not feel claustrophobic, but that's where like the disease and the disassociation is. So through some belief strategies, um, Tasha Silver, she writes a book called It's Not Your Money. She has this in her book where you declutter your space or you spend time decluttering your body or your mind, things that you may no longer need so you can bring in and manifest the new. Look at your emotions like this and your traumas. Let them go and flow. Surrender them because right now they're causing heaviness within your body and your mind. And that's not, it's not creating the space that you need to bring in that love and bring in that joy and bring in that abundance into your life. Bring in that those quantum leap goals, right? When we are the flower, when we embody the energy of the flower, we just, we just, it's so seamless. The flower blooms, the petals dry over time, they fall. A new bud is born. It blooms, they dry, they fall. The flower doesn't think about, oh, I need to hold on these, these petals because it's never going to happen again. It intuitively knows. It in just it just trusts the process with its intent. Like it is, it is, it just is, right? So, just for today, go out and be the flower. Maybe take a little mental inventory of what emotions or belief systems or things in your environment that you still might be holding on to that's maybe preventing you from taking that quantum leap forward you're still moving forward but the rate at which you're growing 
may be different once we take a, an inventory and learn to shed some of these emotions and express them or share them with another. Our stories, what we've experienced in life, how we moved through it is one of our greatest medicines to share for an individual. An individual may listen to your story and they may take snippets of those tools and put them in their toolbox and then they'll listen to another person's story and they may take snippets of those tools and they'll use all of those tools to navigate their own experiences and then they'll pass that down to someone else but it's through the process of sharing that experience in its totality the mind aspect, the emotional aspect, the healing aspect, the physical aspect, how they moved through that energy embodying both the feminine and masculine. That's where the medicine is. That's where the healing is. That's what we need to fully embody as we start to move forward uh, and creating a new earth or creating that 5D energy on earth because it will be the embodiment of the balance masculine and feminine. So tribe, it is an absolute honor as always. Um, Y'all know that I'm <laughs> go on my little tangents and hopefully by the end, um, all of the pieces come together so you can see a little fragment of the tapestry or a new avenue of a section of the tapestry. Um, so today, just for today, wherever you are in the world, just take it inventory of maybe what you were holding on to or what emotions or you know where where has there been time in your life where you held back on showing or expressing your emotions because you thought it would make you weak or um you know it's not strong or it's not acceptable or or whatever it may be See if you can lean into that. See if you can show your emotions next time. See if you can make it socially acceptable. See if you can create an honorance and a reverence with the emotions that flow and go within your life. Until next time, bye for now. Much love and light to you all. Mwah.